Welcome to the Pelvic Health Podcast. It's Lori Forner, and this episode is for anyone interested in female athletes, so sports physicians, physios, strength and conditioning coaches, exercise physiologists, coaches, and more. I wanted to highlight a very cool conference that's coming up that you are all invited to attend, in which I was also so very kindly asked to present at, but I am a small fish in a big pond for this one-day conference. Jolene Murdoch, who is a Musk and Pelvic Health Physiotherapist and Director of the Physiotherapy Clinic in Sydney, joins the podcast to talk about this conference and the amazing speakers on paving the best way forward for the female athlete, taking place in Sydney on May 13th, 2022. So see the show notes for details and links and listen up. Okay, take me back to the beginning. Where did your brain start and go, oh, um, yeah, I'm going to put this massive thing together? Well, we've been thinking about this um, female athlete um, for the last couple of years and particularly this sort of issue of stress incontinence in these nullips. It just is so bothersome for us because, um, you know, these studies keep coming out um, with the prevalence and then, you know, in 2019, another systematic review just to prove the point, yep, definitely it exists and in numbers much higher than our community Um, and we're sort of thinking okay that's great but what there's no there was no information at all around mechanisms behind it and so um, we were kind of desperately trying to see as many athletes as we could just to try and see if we could figure it out Um, and then sort of COVID happened I suppose but you know everyone's sick of blaming COVID but we haven't seen bucket loads put it that way but so between us we've just been at least working with any of our women with stress incontinence and um and just trying to see like okay we we really understand now the internal mechanisms between behind SUI um thanks to people like Karen helping us understand that um particularly through her last conference that was really great but there seems to be some other elements to it, particularly in these women um, who are under a lot of load. Um, so, yeah, so I suppose we've been thinking about it. And then, I don't know, at the end of last year, that combined with this new surgence of people designing exercise programs around menstrual cycles um, and us understanding that, that there's not a lot of research behind that. So I just, there was this, sort of feeling that, look, I th- people need to understand this better before they start designing programs <laughs> with not a lot of evidence behind their theory. So um, those two things, we kind of went, I just thought, gee, wouldn't it be good if we could all just get us together, the people who are really interested in it and see if we could just flesh it out a little bit more because I know we can do a better job for these women. We just haven't put enough thought into it was was the original thinking so then um then we just got to work ringing people like you <laughs> and going hey your research is really cool and it's really changed the way we practice do you want to speak and then and then yeah it, it just flowed from there and um the conference I agree with you when I spoke to you I also did not really know what it was going to turn out like I certainly had no idea it was going to turn out so impressive as it is. And like I said to you on the phone, that's no thanks to me. That's purely just people being incredibly 
generous with their time and um, this real true sense of passion and this shared mission feels like so I'm very excited (laughs) tell me I'm looking at the name so I'm looking at the flyer which I'll attach to the show notes so people can see and oh my gosh it's so beautiful and the colors are beautiful I'm such a visual person um but list me some names and if you can you know a part of this was so that we could you know I thought it would be great to be able to promote it so people understand what they would be coming to listen to so can you give us some of the names and some topics that they'll be talking about yeah, sure. So the first big one is going to be the stress incontinence in the nullips because that's one that we really want to figure out. So we've actually called that a think, think tank because it's not like we will be standing in front of everybody sharing loads of research and, um, you know, evidence as to how they can change their practice. But um, we, so what, that's a lot of, that's a lot of us actually, that talk is, is um, mostly clinicians um, who are women's health and sports um, physios. We've got Taryn weaved through that because she's the most brilliant people, person at explaining, you know, stress and incontinence, I think, particularly for people in the audience who don't understand it at the same level as a women's health physio. So there will be sports physios and sports physicians in the audience. So that will be good. So we've just got a really good understanding of um of the epidemiology in this population and then um, understanding of what we know about stress incontinence. And then we're really just sharing our ideas around what we think could be going on outside their body that may be contributing to pressure on the bladder. Um, And the mechanisms inside maybe just can't cope with that actual external force. Um, And that will be Kate Leslie, um, who's a sports physio, uh, Jess Cunningham, myself, um, then we've also got Jody Bakic in there. Jody's done research, starting to do more and more research in this. So she's trying to fill this gap for us, which is so amazing. So she's going to share her insights so far from her research, and she's on a PhD journey like you two. You know, the other big thing, Laurie, is this really fun momentum happening with all of these elite athletes suddenly on our television screens. All these female, you know, the Matildas doing so amazing. And it just feels like all these AFL teams that are building and, you know, I feel like, I don't know if I'm right, but it feels like we're a bit behind the eight ball with how we're going to look after these women because they're all playing through their pregnancies, returning post babies. Um, and are we doing enough for them to make sure that we're, we're, we're keeping them he- not just healthy, but, but, but making sure they've got longevity in their career? And then there's so Melanie Heyman, who's um, written on this exact topic, so exercising pregnancy. Um, she's going to be talking to us about what what the recommendations are for elite athletes when they're pregnant, and and again help us understand the holes in the research and how um, how they're going about adapting the recommendations with with what we know so far. And um, and then we'll build on that with your talk and we'll talk about, um, you know, again, the same thing. What do we understand about the postpartum period and the rehabilitation particularly? Are we doing that well enough for the elite athlete? And then we will hear from the researchers out of the AIS that have done this big survey on the elite mums there. So the mum elite study 
Victoria Forsdick and Hannah Buckling will talk us through. Um, they can't tell us everything yet because it's not been written up, but they'll give us some insight, they say. Through those talks, we'll have, we'll have had listened to a few athletes weave through their story. Um, so Yana Pittman um, will talk to us, who most people know. Dana Stevenson's a ballerina at the Australian Ballet, and she's returned. She's back being a ballerina at the highest level after not just one delivery, but then twins. And then a netballer, a New South Wales netballer as well, um, who similarly will share her story about, about how she felt with her performance, particularly after her baby. And then um, we will finish the day with the big topic on menstrual cycle, performance and injury. Um, and just like I said at the beginning, that is just to wrap our heads around where are we actually at and what is, you know, what is fact and what is fiction and where are we going with the research? So, again, there's a lot going on there. And Claire Minahan, who's like the forefront, the leader of all this research, is coming. It's quite incredible. But, again, she's like, sure, I'd love to come and, come and speak. Like, okay, <laughs> great. Um, but same, she sort of um, shares a similar sort of concern that there's all this stuff building around that it must be a thing without any real evidence. Um, there's a bit coming out about the pill, though, that I think will be really interesting that may be more, more impactful than we have thought. Um, and then Dr. Brandy Cole's a sports physician, used to be a physio. Um, she's going to talk to us about REDS. So she, because REDS presents itself so uniquely, um, she will present a couple of cases to help people understand the different presentations and the different management plans accordingly. And then Rachel Harris, Dr. Rachel Harris um, from Western Australia, it probably been the most, I still have not met this woman in person, but probably the most pivotal person. So um, she's worked with Kate Leslie before and she was the one that sort of gave, introduced us to all of these speakers. So I suppose without Rachel being so supportive, we may not have um, ended up with such a lineup. So we definitely have Dr. Harris to thank for that. But she's going to tell us all about what's going on at the AIS in terms of this um, female health and performance initiative. Um, so there's a lot of resources there that I certainly wasn't well aware of that I think it'll be good to just bring people's attention to. And, um, and then hopefully, you know, um, just point people into some sort of direction and also feel that there is stuff going on. We do have big gaps in our research, but we're trying to fill those gaps. So not to feel like we're all left hanging with, with nowhere to go. And then finally, we really wanted to, um, we really wanted to make the day feel um, connected. So that it was, quite, so it feels, so hopefully it feels quite different to traditional conferences. Failed to say that at the start, we've got, Kate Marnie and um, I know this podcast is mostly women's health so you, that name maybe doesn't um, ring any bells for people but she's a sports physio an Aussie sports physio who um, went on a journey around the world to figure out what everyone else is doing in the land of sports science um, for females. So how's everyone else looking after their female athletes around the world? She it hung out with Kari Bo for a day. 
<laughs> which is cool. So she's written up a, um, a paper on that journey. And so she's going to share her insights from that at the start of the day. So that'll kind of be a nice kickoff to lead into our day. And we're going to finish the day with a couple of um, women who are already really proactive in this space um, just to make it feel like, yeah, like a bit of an action plan at the end of the day. So Emily Shears is the founder of the Female Athlete Network. Um, and she just, um, she talks about, you know, pulling athletes in, in and helping them um, understand their issues and then being able to delegate them out to the right health professional. So that's how she describes her role. And she's raising a lot of awareness as well around the issues that these athletes are facing. And then um, Jess Cunningham and Kay Robinson have a business called Optima Performance, and it's exactly that. It's about um, it, Jess is a uh, women's health and sports physio, so sort of combining those skills and um, Kay is a sports physio and going inside the elite teams and seeing if they can, you know, sort of um, understand particularly the stress incontinence problem a little bit better and figure out how we can manage it a little better so that will be our day that sounds amazing and it's it's really funny how you said not many people who are listening to this might know of a sports physio and you kind of go well we need to we need to know not just the people but all of the concepts and ideas and not just be pigeonhole I mean it's so hard because I started off in musk, pelvic floor is part of musk. They kind of sport is like everything is combined. We really can't separate it. But in a way, when you're learning and you're trying to figure everything mm. out, I like specialization because I can't keep everything in my head. Um, but we should know about what's happening in all different places. I think so. I really do. It's been um, it's been a concept in our clinic for for forever because like you we all started at that sort of musk level and to be able to collaborate with physios with other ideas and skills, I think is the only way forward, particularly in this population. I mean, I guess that's a big part of the day as well. It's just sort of pulling people together that are interested and have got lots of ideas that they're willing to share because, you know, we just think sharing ideas coming together is, is going to make it everyone better. And I don't know if I'm more excited because, um, like we haven't done anything like this for however many years. (laughs) Yeah. So the thought of the thought of this, like I said at the beginning, I'm trying not to get too excited because you know we take one day at a time now because things can change very last minute. Um, but and I don't know this location. So can you tell me more about? Because it's only one day, which sounds like a lot in one day, but that will be exciting. So what day and where? Yes, thank you. Friday the 13th of May. It is one day and it is a lot in one day. It's true. But I suppose, um, well, first of all, we didn't know what it was going to turn out to be. (laughs) Um, And we have actually cut quite a lot out of it. But second of all, I think we also want to make it quite accessible. You know, one day it's affordable. You can take that day off work. It's not too much time away from everything else in your life. Um, because I think physios, we find it hard to go to big conferences because it's so expensive and it's so many days. So this whole one day, I sort of was quite adamant if we could keep it into one day, at least for the first one and see. Um, but yes, it's in Sydney. Um, it's at the Overlow, which is in Woolloomooloo, which is kind of, you know, very 
close to the CBD. It's just a really funky, fun space. <laughs> um, it fit the amount of people we want. So hopefully we will fill it with 180 people. And if COVID restrictions drop, like they're talking about, we might even be able to fill it to 200, which would be, I mean, that just makes me want to vomit thinking about trying to sell that many tickets. But but hopefully um, we will get that many people because the more people, you know, the more ideas and the more thinking will go on. And I'm assuming it looks, I'm looking at it in the picture. It looks like it could be close to a place that may have gin. Definitely. That is so funny <laughs> watching the <that> conversation. <laughs> yes, there is, there, is, there is a bar there that um, we will open at the end at 5 p.m. The bar will open, which will be so fun because hopefully we've had a great day and, and like you say, just go and cheers a few people that you haven't had a drink with for a while I will be hugging a lot of people and I apologize if I don't know you and I hug you but I'm just (laughs) so excited Um, I thought the same thing I was like oh gosh I've got to I'm gonna have to contain myself I'll go up to you know Laurie and be like hi oh that's right we've never met (laughs) it's funny I probably won't handshake because that is now out of my system and I don't actually like handshaking but I'll, I'll hug Um, so, okay. Now, sadly, there will be people who cannot come. Um, maybe they don't live in the country. Uh, maybe they're in birth stuck there still. Um, so what are there, are there any plans? Is there anything you can tell us at this point? And on that Facebook chat, there was a lot of questions Mm. about streaming. Yes. Yes. Look, we definitely do um, have the option ready to go there to live stream it and then record it. And then we will break down the recording so people can just buy one section if um, if they would prefer rather than the whole day. Um, the thing is, it's a really expensive ad- adventure to do that. Um, so once we sell um, a certain number of tickets, we'll know we've, we've been able to pay for the event. Um, so then we can breathe a little bit and then we, you know, and then we'll know at what point we can layer that in. And I suppose um, we just want to make sure we pay pay for the day. So um, turns out these things are quite expensive when you hire spaces like the Overlow Hotel in, <laughs> in Sydney and fly people in from Perth. Um, but that's totally, it's totally going to be worth it. And we're pretty confident that we will. So the minute we have sold enough tickets, I will be letting everybody know that it's an option and they can jump on and buy that live streaming. I would almost be worried that you won't have enough tickets. Um, Again, our physiotherapy conference for the country was canceled this year. People are, I would think, eager. It's not just for women's health physios. Um, So it's definitely not. Yeah. So who, I know you kind of briefly mentioned it at the start. Who is this open to? I mean, it's open to anyone, but I suppose the target audience, if you like, really is sort of sports physicians, sports physios, strength and conditioning coaches, all those people already working with these athletes and women's health physios who are also, because the the more this awareness comes forward, the more we as women's health physios are going to see these athletes, whether you've done it before or not. They'll they'll start coming through our door, hopefully, because the likes of Jodie Daykick, they're working on how can we 
help these women feel okay to come forward with their stress incontinence problem that they've had since they were 14, you know, and, and, and help them come forward with their pelvic pain issues that they've been hiding because they're so worried about um, it impacting their performance or impacting, you know, getting on that team. And so, um, you know, she's working on how do we create the right space for these people. And so I think if you're a women's health physio and you have an interest, you know, now's the time to start getting a better understanding because hopefully if we do our job well and raise this awareness and we're going to get them through the door and you really want to know what you're doing with them. Also is open to other physios, exercise physiologists, personal trainers, doctors. Yep. 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 That's right. Whoever, even coaches, even coaches of elite teams, we've sent it out to a few coaches going, look, if this is something you want to learn about, I mean, it can't hurt as a coach. Um, so yes, definitely exercise physiologists, exercise scientists, personal trainers, yep, whomever works in this space and is interested to learn more, really, we want you to come and, and learn with us. And like you said, not just putting people together from um, different areas of physiotherapy and research, but then also having that public opinion put in and the speakers and, oh my goodness, I don't think it, there'll be enough tickets. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully that would be, that would be nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's nice. I think it's nice to have the athletes weaved in there to make it feel really meaningful, you know, cause sometimes we don't want to lose sight of why we're doing what we do and their stories remind us, you know, it gives me goosebumps thinking about, you know, you know, that, that lovely feeling of work satisfaction when the patient comes back and describes um, <clears throat> where they're at and that you are part of that success. So I guess we want everybody to have as much success, both the clinicians and the athletes as we can. Well, it sounds perfect. I will put all the links out there and anything else you want to tell people about it? No, I, I, I just think it is going to be a great day because we're so blessed with all these amazing speakers and, um, and we will keep you posted if the live streaming and recording comes an option for sure. Yep. Cool. Thank you. Thanks, Laurie. Awesome. So this will be very exciting. Um, As long as it goes ahead, I always get nervous. Um, Anyway, hopefully I will see some of you there. Uh, The link will be in the show notes in order to get tickets. And yeah, take care, everyone.